what's going on guys it's your boy Ooch and normally yes I would be here with my man Housetop but unfortunately he had to move back into school which is totally fine because we gotta get our education straight and up there but as always we're here with another episode of the Yeet Elite Yeet Yeet Elite podcast and this episode we're gonna be talking a lot more about wrestling. I know last last month we were talking about Smash Brothers because, of course, we cover all the hottest, greatest, latest, super hot things from video games, wrestling, anime, comments, and special events, and many, many more. This month we're going to be tackling a bunch of wrestling discussions, and today our guest is popularly known for his YouTube content, big wrestling fan for many, many years, has covered wrestling content specifically for over 10 years and he's previously written for the wrestling observer and he had a weird online misunderstanding with bray wyatt that led to a follow back here is my man geekdom 101 hey i'm very happy to be here yeet yeet the elite yes indeed (laughs) maybe you should start your own elite company bro that you don't want to put money in a wrestling company right now then again who knows people like wrestling now a lot again so here we go dude i yeah i mean the yeet elite actually you know what i've had this i've had the idea of this this group yeet elite for for a while but it's evolved into this podcast now so and of course you know huge shout out to the elite um because i feel like a lot of the topics that we're going to be talking about today uh that deal with the members of the elite so but first and foremost, how are you today? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm hyped to be here. Excited. Dude, I'm glad to have you. Um, it's definitely definitely a pleasure and an honor, especially since uh, this is the first time in a really long time, um, and I think the first time ever, point blank, that we've ever had some kind of interaction when, uh, when it's about wrestling uh, entirely. Well, other than a couple of tweets here and there. Yeah, tweets. Yeah, tweets yeah. here and there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually didn't even know you were a fan until recently. I thought you were just a Dragon Ball fan and a few other things. But you you and I have a lot in common, bro. You're a fan of wrestling. You're a fan of Tokusatsu. Of course. Uh, right? We haven't even discussed that. You know, there's a lot of different... It's funny because on your New Year's resolution, you're like... I want to be on Geekdom 101. I'm like, you could have just asked. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you really have to do is ask and give me a topic, and we'll we'll figure something out. Oh know? yeah, dude. It's 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 just you know it's, it's got to be in the the list of goals. You know the accomplishments that you got to try to. That me personally, I got to try to reach out for. But then just ask. Yeah, and well, we'll do it. Well, come we'll up fi- with a topic and we'll do it. <laughs> we'll fig- we'll definitely figure it out for sure. Now that you said that, all right, all right. Yeah. So, but. But anyway, so as far as as far as wrestling is concerned, there's there's so much that's going on right now um, in you know the WWE and outside the WWE, especially with uh, AEW, which is you know probably going to be the highlight of this um, entire uh, show here. Um, but first, before we get into um, all elite wrestling, I do want to first talk about um, kind of. You reflect on 2018, you know, the good, the bad, and the really bad. So I did I did uh, write some a couple things down that I did want to bring up that um, that I thought were good, bad, really bad. But I you know, since you're the guest, you're the, you're the guest of honor today. Um, let's start with you. What what did what would you say looking back at 2018, you know, was good overall? It doesn't have to be WWE specific, but um, you know, wrestling in general. I think, uh, well, you mentioned All Elite. I think All In 
was a huge thing for the wrestling business. Definitely. I mean, I don't think people understand how big that was. They sold 10,000 tickets to this building in Chicago with no television, purely based on a YouTube show and based on matches in other companies like Ring of Honor and all and New Japan. Right. Um, so that, I mean, nobody thought they could do it. Nobody thought they could actually, because that was the whole challenge. Can we sell out 10,000 tickets? The whole thing was Meltzer's whole thing. He was like, oh, no company can do it without television. And Cody Cody was like, all right, watch. It was a Twitter and bet. Yep, yep. It was a Twitter bet. And and he, I'm, I'm still stunned that they sold out within two, was it what, two hours or three hours, something like that? It was it less was, than a day. It was 29 minutes. That's, there you go. Uh, yeah. I I couldn't, I mean, that's huge because that's unheard of. And actually, it's it's kind of an interesting, uh, uh, I guess you can say, uh, piece in history because the last time that a non-WWE company got 10,000 people in a building in the United States, in the United States, was WCW in 1999. They couldn't even do it in 2000, so yeah. except for a couple shows. So just think about that. Like, that's... 18 years, Ring of Honor couldn't do it. TNA, I think the biggest they did was like 8,000 in Canada, that one uh, Canadian show they did. Mm-hmm. And uh, and ROH, I think the biggest they did was about 6,000. But All Elite, a company that doesn't have television, doesn't have any real buzz, it was a big gamble, they did it. Well, they wasn't called All Elite back then, it was just Cody's group. That's, mm-hmm. I think, a huge deal. That's a huge deal for me. Um, I, I do like that, I mean, other good things that happened in 2018... You know, Kenny Omega won the IWGP title from yes. Okada in a great match. That was amazing. Uh, we saw, like, the rise of, uh, well, I don't know about the rise, but we really saw, I think, you know, we 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 saw, like, the AJ Styles title reign, which I think was great that AJ Styles got a year-long title reign, WWE, right. but I also feel like some of those feuds just weren't... Like, they I didn't, feel you. <laughs> they didn't hit me, dude. Yeah, like... like yeah. I, and he's great. And we also saw Daniel Bryan's return this year, a very emotional, starting off with a very emotional WrestleMania, which I think is a huge story, coming back, having that great match with AJ on SmackDown, then kind of like not really doing much. You know, they, they had that feud with uh, with Big Cass that went nowhere. The Miz feud was fun, I thought. And then he turns heel at the end of the year and cuts some of the best promos of his whole career. So Daniel Bryan could be considered a big, big, big MVP going into 2019. I have no idea what the plan is with him, but yeah, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that happened this year. I think. Yeah, I mean that's it's it, it's great that you touched upon a lot of those things because I definitely felt uh, the same way. You know, with All In, Kenny winning the belt, um, Daniel Bryan returning. Um, I don't think, as far as Daniel Bryan's concerned, I definitely don't think anyone saw that one coming. Um, having like this, um, this whole heel persona uh, brought upon, uh, you know, the the roster and such. But the the funny thing about Daniel Bryan that a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people um, forgot, is that he he used to be uh, a heel character. Like he had a heel character, but this is a, a completely new and unique heel persona that he is uh taking on right now which yeah yeah for the for the sake of you know new things in wrestling i think uh, in wwe uh, i think that that is uh like you said something you know good to look forward to uh, in this new year 2019 well he was a great heel in ring of honor uh back in the day mm-hmm. uh, i have till five and that whole thing i loved his his run in, in ring of honor uh, back then, that was I thought that was good. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, that's a lot of the good that happened this year. I thought the Royal Rumble, a lot of good stuff for the women as well. We saw the rise of Becky Lynch. She's like, she might be the most mm -hmm. over character in that company. Yes. We saw uh, Ronda Rousey coming in. That's That might be the biggest, like, sports story of the year. She comes in and has delivered on these great matches. Yeah, they're very rehearsed, and she goes into the... Uh, performance center and rehearses all the moves, but she nails them and doesn't mess up, doesn't really hurt people. So she has come in, and even though she hasn't really been a huge needle mover as much as they thought she would be, she's delivered in the ring and in promos. So I think I think that's a plus for them. I mean, she's a huge star. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely agree. That's that's that was actually the the one thing you didn't say that I was gonna definitely bring up was the fact uh, that uh, the whole Becky Lynch push. Um, that it, she started off the way that you know that she was the, the for the entire year like they didn't really have any kind of direction with her and then you know relating it to to Rhonda simply that you know they no one really expected because I feel like people wanted Rhonda Charlotte or at least that was what the original direction that was the plan was. for, for yeah. WrestleMania next year yeah yep. they might still do it but I think I think Becky's in there I yeah see I think I think the same thing because like you said. Becky is like the hottest thing in 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 WWE right now, um, and and it's funny because she's on she's on what they call the B show, but I really think SmackDown has been the A show for the majority of 2018 for I sure. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Raw has been a complete mess. I agree with you, and not just that, but also we had the women's pay per view, which I thought was all right. Like you know, it was yeah. okay. And then we had the first women's Royal Rumble, which I thought was great, and that TLC match that was with the girls. So the women really did tremendous this year. I felt. I yeah, they did great. I I agree. I the one other thing that I I totally would have loved to see that would have been really good. I mean, I guess you can count it for 2018 because they did announce it during like the Christmas episode. Uh, for Raw was that they were finally going to bring about the tag team championships for the women division. So I I thought that, you know, I, I've been everyone's been waiting for it. And everyone, you know, with with, you know, the slightest hint of a brain could tell that like that they were eventually going to start, um, you know, forming more uh, women tag teams and then, you know, quite possibly bringing about these titles, which I thought and a lot of other people thought that they were going to debut those belts during the um the evolution, the evolution me yeah. yeah yeah that was that was a big rumor yeah yeah well yeah. well the only thing with tag team women is that it's good because they're gonna give the girls in the undercar something to do but historically WWE doesn't really push tag teams and that's kind of why like you know there was talk about the young bucks how Triple H offered them million dollar deals and wanted them to come in for uh, for an invasion angle, but one of the reasons why they didn't is because, number one, they're small, and WWE doesn't really understand small guys that are that small, even though they're good. And number two, they don't really push tag teams. So it's like, it's going to be a belt that I think the girls are going to have fun with, but I don't think it's going to be a major championship. I just, they, they never push tag teams. They never do. You know, it's been yeah. 18 years, you know? I think, yeah. See, I, I, I think that on the topic of, of you know, trying to bring the, the Bucks in is that, if they were to pay more attention and really um, spruce up their 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 tag team division, and they they showed that they actually cared for it a lot more, then who knows if that might have persuaded them a little bit more to maybe lean towards you know signing with WWE for you know however long their contract would be for. Um, but that you know the Bucks aren't stupid, and and plus I feel like they have a lot of pull. Um, as it is, because you know they're they're very popular, 
and they've they've grown themselves to and I and I say this all the time like they don't even have to wrestle anymore. They they probably make more money off of their t-shirt sales that you know that they, they do like you know I feel like they they release a new shirt like every like month or so or like twice a month or something. They have like they always have a new t-shirt design and they're super popular. I mean, they were part of the whole equation with All In being as successful as it was. So look at that here we are today they're they're opening up and i and i i figured like that would be the next step i was like you know what like what could they possibly do to like beat themselves over like you know like how could they one-up themselves like okay they already did a show and like the next thing was oh like you know go to wwe like is that the next is that really the next best thing no like they're they're really changing the world they're they're, they are you know dude the the Bullet Club merchandise being in uh, um, Hot Topic, those guys are making a tremendous amount of money. Those guys are making guys like them and Kenny Omega and Cody are making money that are that WWE guys are not making, with the exception of the tippy top guys like your Randy Orton's, John Cena's, you know, and some of the upper mid card guys. There's guys in that company in the mid card who are not making what. Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are making, and they get to make their own schedule. So right. it's become the era that we're in now. There's there's a few guys where you and again it takes a special talent to do this. Not everybody can do it. Right. You don't you don't need WWE anymore. It's really because WWE has dwindled away there. And this is a whole different topic, but WWE has really hurt their the casual audience, and they've dwindled away a lot of the um, you know, a lot of the the the, the, the casual fans because they gutted their mid card. There's a whole like we yeah. can dissect this for years. Yeah. So the wrestling fans now. There's not as many wrestling fans now as there used to be, but a lot of them are smarter. Like now we really are down to the smart wrestling fans being in control and they're going to watch New Japan, they're going to watch Ring of Honor. Well, so I won't watch Ring of Honor, but I think New Japan for sure now with the yeah. English commentary, it's easy to watch now. They got a TV show on HDNet or whatever, whatever that show's called. I forget what is it, is it, what was the name of the channel that New Japan's on? Um I know. The Fight Network or whatever, whatever it's on TV. Yeah, yeah you, you know what I'm saying. Like they, it, it right now it's like they ha- they have, and that's why they can jack prices up for stuff because they know the hardcore fans will buy it. But the casual fans, except for the older ones, if if you actually analyze the numbers, the average wrestling fan that watches Raw is in his 40s and 50s, which is crazy. It's way older than you and I are. Right. Uh, b- but that's because they've been watching for so long. Like even they were probably watching during the old like TBS era, you know. Uh, even before that, that it's just the thing they just watch every week. They don't even pay for the paper; they just watch every week. That's it. <laughs> yeah, like a soap opera. Yeah, it's just like it's just like uh, it's just like one of those like knee jerk reactions. You just do it, you know. You just oh, you know that every Monday at eight o'clock, you gotta tune into USA to watch Raw, and you just do it whether it's good or bad. But right, yeah, a, it's, it's it's habitual, habitual shit. Yeah, there, there you go. And and that's I, I, I honestly that's a good little segue because the next thing, the part of this first topic of the reflection of 2018 was. What would you say were were some of the bad out of you know wrestling as a whole? I feel like there's gonna be a lot of WWE references here. Cause I, I mean, yeah, like <laughs> uh, uh, okay, the Brock Lesnar stuff really pissed me off. Oh they had my this, god! Yeah, they had this guy who was a special athlete, and he did play by his own rules, and they built him up for a year to lose to Roman Reigns. Then they change their minds on it. They change their minds again. They finally loses that SummerSlam in, in one of the worst endings of any show I've ever seen. Like that was the most anticlimactic finish yeah. to a match. 
It was horrible. And then before that, they tried their best to kind of make him the enemy by saying he was leaving to go to UFC, and it actually worked. And so what you have was you had this very special talent. Now you had WWE fans not hating him as a heel, but wanting him to leave because they, he has go-away heat. And then he comes back and wins the belt again. So um, I think that was botched. Um, now, you said there's another statement called really bad, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so I'm saving a couple for that, okay? Okay, uh, Just right. let you know. Gotcha. And then, yeah, just letting you know. Um, and then, um, what else was bad this year? Uh, well, okay. Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement should have been, like, the biggest thing. <sighs> like, I feel like they didn't really make it as big of a deal as it should have been. This is Shawn Michaels, dude. First mm -hmm. time in, a, in the ring for eight years. He did fine. He was fine in the match. Yeah. But, oh, it was just very... They didn't promote it like it was a big deal, bro, and they should have. Because I think that's a huge deal. Yeah, Crown crown Jewel, I have to say, was... Well, we got to talk about that as well, bro. They yeah. had shows in Saudi Arabia, knowing that the Saudi Arabians had a lot of controversy with the reporter and everything, and they still ran the show, and... Yep. Yikes, dude. Like, I mean, it's just... I guess that would be bad, right? I don't know what else to tell you as far as that goes. Oh, yeah, no, I agree with you on that. Like, that's that's something that I have here as well on my list is that, you know, Crown Jewel was definitely part of the bad, I would say. And, and you know, especially with, you know, Shawn Michaels, like, it, feel, it felt like, why why did they save his return for an event like that with all the controversy and all that kind of stuff. I can tell well I can tell you I get some insight on that. The Saudi Arabians are really I think it's kind of funny. So the Saudi Arabians when WWE first signed with them, they're mm -hmm. like stuck like 20 years ago. They asked them for Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, oh, Shawn, yeah. and Yokozuna. Yokozuna died. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I guess that's why they wanted Shawn to be... And then Hogan came back on that show too. Mm -hmm. um, so you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's what it was. But I still do. This is Shawn Michaels. And, you know, I was hoping this would lead to a Shawn Undertaker WrestleMania match to do one last one at 35. I don't know if we're ever going to see that because... I'm hearing, okay, so we found out that Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar was the planned main event for WrestleMania this year, along with whatever they do with Ronda. But now I'm hearing that might change. So, oh, I don't even know. Like, the, the, here's the thing. Here's Okay, let's talk about the bad. Mm -hmm. The Roman Reigns thing, I want to save for the really bad. That was, me too, right? Good, okay, we're on the same page. Mm -hmm. But Triple H tearing up, tearing his uh, shoulder out or whatever, that's bad because now you've got a WrestleMania with no Triple H and no Roman. And I'm not saying that they're, that they're huge money players, but they're going to bring back Cena. They're going to bring back maybe Jericho. I mean, Jericho dropped the IC belt to Naito, so maybe he will come back. They're going to have to bring out some of the older guys to make this show to pick up the slack from Triple H not being there. So that's kind of bad, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that that is. The injuries are, are always a factor. Um, did, you have, did you have anything else? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Well, Raw... Okay, the whole Baron Corbin thing on Raw is just terrible. I got me. I have that here too. <laughs> I have right. the exact same thing. No, you go ahead, man. You you tell me what you think. You so, tell me. Yeah. So the Baron Corbin stuff, like, and, and this is coming from a guy that actually liked the character of Baron Corbin when he was in NXT. And in NXT, he was fine. I yeah, agree. Yeah. Like I loved his theme song. I loved his move set. I liked that when they um, moved him up. Um, he won uh, the Andre Battle Royal at WrestleMania. That's I thought right. th I thought that was really cool, and I thought that okay, like I could see him being like an Intercontinental Champion, United States Champion. You know, 
I, 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 I saw that for his future. But then it's like as soon as, you know, he shaved his head and he started playing this whole authoritative figure, I was like, okay, this is like I feel like we've seen this before in a different version and and it's still not working for me especially cuz it's just like it's just not it's just not quality like television like I I'm not having fun like he just sucks no, it's now. boring. He's boring. And then also to add to the bad, mm-hmm. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is amazing. Why has he been booked like a jackass all year? He loses the <laughs> Roman Reigns feud, loses the AJ Styles feud, loses the I don't even know who he's feuding with now. Like, he's yeah. just a constant loser, and he's he got some of the best promos in the company, one of the best workers in the company. He's almost 40, and you know the whole story about how Vince gives up on you when you're 40, so maybe that's what it is, but mm-hmm. that pisses me off. That whole thing irritates me. Um, Braun Strowman, I think, has been great for most of the year, even though they kind of, it was weird close to the end. And then also, Drew McIntyre, okay? Drew McIntyre is the future. Why is this dude losing to, like, Finn Balor and shit, like... If you really want to push this guy, push him. Like, you know, what they did to Kurt Angle when they had him kill Kurt Angle, that was insanely (laughs) dumb. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Because that did nothing, dude. And I love Kurt Angle. They should have had a competitive match and Drew beat him. Or Drew beats him without making fun of him. Because that's a legend, bro. They just... They mistreated the legend, bro. So that, I think, was also bad. That was recently, too, by the way. Also, there's been a couple of Raws that have been really, really bad lately. The three-hour Raws thing is annoying, man. Oh, more bad. Becky Lynch and Sasha. Or, I'm sorry, not Becky Lynch. Sasha and Bailey, bro. Uh... When, bro, they have <laughs> teased the feud for two and a half years. Two and a half years, dude. I don't care anymore. I do not care about them having a match anymore. I lost interest. I think... I think with that, they are actually. They, I'm pretty sure they're over it because I think they they've been keeping them together um, for when the 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 women's tag team belts actually arrive. So that I way, think you're right. I yeah. think you're right. So I can do the breakup again, and nobody's gonna care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I hope I hope they just keep it as that. I mean. It's kind of it's kind of weird when you when you think of it like that. It's like when you used to care about certain wrestlers or you know superstars in general, and it's just like wow, like I don't like leave it to WWE to do that. Like they just like um, like here's here's something that's bad. Leave it to WWE to make me not care at all about Shinsuke Nakamura when Amen. I yeah, but that's partially his fault too. Cause he's lazy more now, bro. He's not. He ain't the same Nakamura that had that Kota Ibushi match a few years ago, bro. He ain't the same guy. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I, I know. I hear you. It's just you know, like it's it's a completely different atmosphere now that he's you know he's doing you know the WWE stuff and. and it, you like, think he goes back to New Japan? Cause I think he's going to at some point. I feel like if it's anybody, it he's definitely up there. But I, hey, I I don't know. It, it could be. It, it, that could be something that no one expects for him to ha- like for him to go to maybe AEW because you know that's also a factor now. Well, AEW is going to work with New Japan to trade talent, from what I understand. So if they do that, then he'll work for both. Yeah, I will. We'll I definitely... mean, because think about it: if you're if you're not in WWE, you could work for ROH, AEW, and New Japan and make you know a pretty decent living doing that. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll we'll definitely touch more on AEW towards the end of the show because that's that is that is like the the meatiest of of this whole discussion. But also, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose sucked. I'm tired of that feud. Oh yeah, end it. It's just no good to me. Just being honest. Nia Jax punching 
Becky Lynch in the mouth and breaking her nose. That, Fuck her for that. That's on my really bad list. Like, that, like Nia Jax is seriously like, and and some fans that don't understand like the heat that's like that's like behind her. It's not that, you know. It, yes, accidents happen in wrestling, but it's 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 a problem when it's the same person putting out all of these other stars on the shelf because of her accidents. And not you know, to mention that she you know when she quit last year, she went home because because you know she didn't like the way she was being pushed. Come on, bro. She gets away yeah. with that because she's related to the Rock. If she wasn't related to the Rock, yep. she got rid of her already. Exactly. So that's why I thought and and and, and as as a result, I mean, look what happened. Like if it, it we we had to see. I mean, granted, Charlotte versus Ronda was a pretty good match. I will oh, say. Oh, I was great. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, it, it it set back a lot of things, um, especially with Becky being gone. And even though she was not on, I don't think she was on. I don't. It was either she wasn't on TV or she's obviously she didn't have any matches. But for it was like it was like a two week period, and it felt like it was so long without seeing Becky at all. Um, other than that, I have to say that. Something that that's definitely really bad, um, and this is probably you know uh, it's it's on a lighter note, but not really a lighter note, but you know the fact that you know Roman had to announce that you know he had he's been diagnosed with leukemia. Well, that's that's in the really bad category, I think, right? Like that's because that's real life shit. Exactly. That's, that's, looking back, like when you look at like the the impact of of, of what happened this year, mm-hmm. that might be the biggest story of the year, honestly, um, because yeah. that's their top guy. Their top guy, who they've been grooming for this spot since 2013, no, 2012, dude. Yeah. And he gets leukemia, and it it sucks. If you're a Roman Reigns hater, you know, this is a real person, obviously, and you yep. know this is true. Yep. And it does open up a new spot for a new top guy, for sure, a new centerpiece guy. Not top main event guy, but an actual centerpiece guy for the company. But that, to me, is the worst news of the year, I think. Yes. Except for, of course, the passing of Mean Gene Okerlund recently. Oh, yeah, um, yep, yeah. We lost him. We lost uh, We lost Bobby Heenan. I think it was last year we lost Bobby Heenan. But we lost a lot of people this year. Um, I actually forgot to mention something. The WWE getting that sweet TV deal was a pretty good little thing with Fox. I mean, that was good for them, but that's back in the good category. So. Yeah, that's back in the good category, yeah. Yeah, you know. Roman being off TV because of a real-life situation is is bad in so many different ways. It's really bad in so many different ways. But I gotta say though, I and I definitely have to bring this back up because that, like I said, it's part of the really bad category. Is that they decided to go ahead with the storytelling? You oh know, with God, Dean and Seth, like, dude, you remember how that, bad Twitter was? Dog, I that and they deserve it, bro. Yeah, that was fucking stupid. It dude. was very tasteless. Super yeah. tasteless. Well, we'll talk real quick about some of the deaths that happened this year. But, dude, yes, I I didn't like that. I really yeah. didn't. Seriously. I did not like that at all. Because um, it was just so, like, <sighs> come on, bro. It's 2018. What was 2018 then? Come on. Yeah. Give me a break. Give yeah. me a break. We, uh, we lost Jim Neidhart, Dynamite Kid, mm-hmm. Raul Mata, Brian Christopher, Jerry Lawler's son. Brian Lawler. Oh, uh, that's Nikola- right. Yeah, yeah Nik- Nikolai Volkov died. Larry the Axe Henning died. Big Van Vader died, one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. And the legendary Bruno San Martino, which really bums me out because Bruno was like 70 years old lifting more weights than me. 
and right yeah. and uh oh man that sucks that he freaking passed away it really does yeah it, i hate death personally it's like obviously it's inevitable but you know it, it's, it's i wanted to meet sucks. bruno man i wanted to meet bruno i respect the fuck out of that guy bro yeah yeah I, I sorry for that. cursing <laughs> it's all good it's all good um but yeah that's that's pretty much all all the the good the bad the really bad out of 2018 um but now now we're in the we're finally in the new year we have a lot of um awesome stuff to talk about uh, and to look forward to and first i would like to definitely talk about the wrestle kingdom 13 so yes great so, show yes great great show um like about 4 hours in length which it was shorter than some of the other ones yeah yeah like that was that was definitely a surprise. And just to think, like, Raw is a three-hour show, and it feels like a chore to watch. Watching New Japan for four right. hours is, like, beautiful. Especially this show, because the matches weren't even that long. I was very shocked. I mean, to me, dude, the biggest shocker of the of the show was Jay White pinning Okada, because I, I was not expecting that. You have to understand, when it comes to the Japanese culture, right, and mm-hmm. New Japan, Japanese wrestling, having a gaijin defeat uh, a Japanese guy in the Dome is a huge deal. Like, it's not like WWE where guys win and lose every week. Okada, because I thought Okada was going to win, then Jay White's going to win the rematch, we're going to do a, a th- third match, and then, you know, the winner would be there. Mm-hmm. But Jay White pins Okada, one, two, three in the middle, clean, in the Dome. I was stunned. I literally, I'm watching it with MJ and Miss DBZ Babe and uh, Mr. Gohan 9000, and I'm just like, Okada lost? Okada, yeah. like, wrestling, it, it didn't, I'm not going to compare it to The Undertaker at 30, but wrestling rarely shocks you with that kind of uh, a finish. In fact, I, w- I was at Mania 34, bro. I was actually in the fifth row with uh, a bunch of NFL stars. Not bragging, but I was. Hey, uh, and, Flex. And Wale, yeah, we, we had a great time, and... When Brock pinned Roman, that was a shocker. That was a yep. shocker right there. Dude, you know, I'm, and bo- yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm not a betting man, but I was up and down. I was at my friend's house. We were all watching WrestleMania. I was like, dude, guys, like Brock's not winning. He's not winning. He's not coming back. Because this has been built up for a year that Roman was going to get the yep. strap. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then it happened. With like 12 F5s. Or I think it was like 7 F5s or something. The thing I hated is that People trash on that match, dude, but I love it because that. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, I was there. That match was brutal, dog. Roman Reigns took a pounding in that match, bro. I yeah. mean, Brock threw him around, and you could see the bruises. Like he earned his paycheck that night, man. Oh yeah, definitely. My God. Yeah. So, but- anyways, yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. Sorry, yeah. Okada losing was great. The main event was great. Jericho was great. It was a great show. Oh, oh, Ibushi with the concussion. My God. Yeah, I was actually gonna say like it's fine that you mentioned like the beating that Roman took because I was just gonna be like, well, there's a good segue because I mean, Ibushi practically died during you know his match against <laughs> uh, uh, Osprey. Will, Will Osprey. Yeah. Well, it's it's great because um I I love that match. Oh my god, I love that match, and I didn't know it was gonna, it was gonna open the show. Yeah, and then, and again, a gaijin, a non-Japanese beat Kota Ibushi. I mean, they ghetto, you know, the Booker. He's got some balls, bro, because <laughs> he's doing things that the Japanese aren't expecting. Like he's doing DQ finishes once in a while, very rarely, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like it, it's working for them though, because it's like you know. 
it's about time. You got to break the tradition at some point, and then having like you know Osprey win, having Jay White win, then having Kenny Omega lose, you know, is interesting. But uh, spoilers if you haven't seen the show. Hopefully you have. Yeah. And now Jay White's going for the IWGP title, by the way. Yeah. So look at a little peek at the New Year's Dash, the the event that followed uh, Wrestle Kingdom, because you know. There's no, there's no such thing as breaks. You know, we just gotta go right into the the, the next season of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, right? And uh, and yeah, that's that was one of the one of the highlights for there was that, you know, Jay White, like you said, they're Unbelievable. really, yeah, they're 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 really pushing this guy, which which makes me, it makes me want to think that they're gonna treat Jay White, Switchblade Jay White as. The, the next new Omega? Kenny. Yes, oh, the new Kenny wow. Omega. I don't think he's as good as Kenny, though. I got to be honest with you. He's oh, yeah, not no. as good in the ring. Trust me. I agree 100%. I, the reason why Kenny is, you know, probably one of my all-time overall favorite wrestlers is because, you know, he's got it, you know, on, on all fronts. You know, he Everything. Cut, yeah, he can cut a great promo. He has a great personality. He's a He's an awesome individual. And he likes video games. Yeah, he loves video games, loves Street Fighter, loves all that stuff. V-Trigger and then One-Winged Angel, the named after Sephiroth and shit. You know? Yep, yep. And, and you know, and his in-ring ability is, like, he, there's a reason why he has so many, like, six-star matches. Like, he just has, he's always in the category for match of the year. Because every every time, yeah. him and Kota Ibushi. Okada's my favorite though. Okada's my personal favorite Japanese wrestler right now. Yeah, Okada. Okada's really entertaining to watch. But like you know, I feel like Jay White is is going to be like their next Omega. Be, you know, and it's and it's weird because it's like, well, if if that's the case, then it, it kind of also makes me think that like, are they gonna like? Is Kenny gonna? You know, have a less of a role in New Japan because of the AEW move, or is he? I'm not even gonna mention WWE because. Well, I mean, we should talk about this though, real quick about WWE. Okay. They did make him an offer, and mm-hmm. from what I understand, he didn't take the offer. And the thing that's crazy is if you're if you're gonna be in WWE, now is the time. Roman's out, Triple H is out. You got space to make this guy a star, but here's the question. Are they going to push him? Because if they really wanted to, they could make Kenny Omega the top guy right now. Have him go and win the Rumble. Boom. Have him beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Done. He's a star. He's made. Yeah. Easily. And you know it'll be a good match. Um, That's a super good formula, actually, now that you bring that up. It's very simple, bro, but do they have the balls to do that? Because that's ball. Again, WWE... Dude, they said it on TV, we're going to bring up new guys, but I don't care about Lars Sullivan. I like EC3, but I mean, no, bring in Kenny Omega. But I'm not saying he's going to come in. I'm saying now is the best time because yes. with Roman being out, there is an open door for somebody to take that you know, that top spot. Yeah, because I love Rollins to death. I really he, yeah, do. Yeah, but, but they don't care as much as we do about him. You notice yeah. that. Yeah. I agree with you. I love Rollins to death, but Kenny, Kenny's fresh, bro. I like I, Rollins, yeah. but I feel, but yeah, no, I agree. I agree, dude. I definitely agree. Like, I, I think that, uh, I think, I think, like going, I, like going into it, like it, it's definitely, it's definitely up in the air as far as Kenny goes, because like you would, you would think and definitely assume highly that, yeah, he's gonna definitely have some kind of role in AEW. And That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it's like you know, it's it's hard to imagine, you know, all the wrestling not having some kind of like, you know, cross promotional type of, you know, you know, thing going on. But we're gonna obviously talk more about that, like I keep saying, towards the end of the show. And then also there is going to be like a um there's gonna be like a press conference detailing way more 
things going on with AEW and Double or Nothing. I think I'm, it's on. Tu- is it on Tuesday? Literally on Tuesday, right mm. when I'll be trying to go see Broly in uh, New York City. <laughs> so well, well, they're probably going to announce the big network they're going to be on. So yep. I'm excited. I'm excited. You know what I mean? More wrestling is good. TNA just never. TNA tried, but they just never could get their their ducks in a row as far as a direction. That was their main problem is that they had too many people trying to pull the company in different directions. With AEW, I do feel like Cody has a strong grasp on what could work, and I hope that they do it. I really hope that they – they're not going to beat WWE because nobody can. Not, nobody, nobody can. But at least give us a nice little alternative on Tuesdays, a real alternative. I mean, hey, if, if they might not be able to beat them, but – I will say, if it's anybody, it's them. If it's anybody, to at least make them sweat a little bit, you know? Yes. Because if yeah. Vince gets, gets pissed off, he'll just sign all the guys. and <laughs> He's done that before. You know, he tried. He tried this time. Yeah, I mean, it just, it just goes a long way. You know, like, you know, money ex- isn't exactly everything. I mean, obviously, money is a pretty big part of, you know, you know, the future of a lot of, you know, stars and whatnot. But it's like... Hey, look! They had a bunch of money waved in their faces, you know. You know, before like the Bucks and them, you know, they wanted the, all of the elite guys to be on you know, WWE. Why? Who wouldn't? You know. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Guys, they turned it down. I I think that that's a that's a pretty bold move of them to do, and especially now that they're gonna be just opening up their own promotion. Like WWE, they're definitely gonna be sweating. I that's confirmed. I know that for a fact. Like there's nothing. They there's no already way. are. I mean, they tried to block him out of the fucking garden, the Ring of Honor New Japan show. Like that should tell you something. Yep. The hollowed halls of Madison Square Garden, bro, where mm. no other company has ran a show until now. That's I mean, that's big to me, bro. That is big yeah. to yeah. me. MSG is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Big, yeah. big deal. But oh, so to wrap up our, our Wrestle Kingdom uh, discussion here, do you, I wanted to, I wanted to get your thoughts. Like, what did you think about uh, like um, Night versus Jericho? Because I thought that oh was an my, amazing match. Amazing, dude! It's like Jericho. I don't want Jericho to leave. I want him to have more matches. Jericho was he only had like four matches, I think, in, in New Japan. But he's home, oh, and then that promo where he's cursing and stuff like that. Like, I love that, bro. Jericho's such a Hall of Fame. I mean, one more can be said. It was awesome. It was freaking awesome. He did. Yeah. The, he busted out the Styles Clash. Oh, oh wait, no, that was uh, that was Tanahashi Ta- that did it on oh, Kenny. Oh, was it, I thought it was. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was Naito who did it. No, you're right. It was Tanahashi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, that still popped me. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. That was that was like they. You know, it's funny. Like they do that a lot. Like, what was it last year? Kenny, I think it was. I don't know if it was against Okada. Um. During during their match and during their, I think uh, he did bust one out. Yeah, he busted like uh, a Styles Clash. He did like a bunch of moves that were not his own. Like, and it was it was super super cool to see. But as far as Jericho is concerned, I think that he is like th- that is primal Jericho when he's in New Japan because like we don't get that kind of Jericho in WWE. No, he he. I feel like he is like unhinged. He has no filter. He just does literally whatever he wants. And he also wrestles a lot less, so his body can heal up. Yeah. Th- did you Did you ever end up? Uh, did you? I'm, I'm assuming you didn't, but I'll still laugh. Did you go on the tour, the uh, the the Jericho Cruise? Because that thing was. Oh, uh, no, I wish. I didn't. I wish too, bro. That because that sounds like fun. That's another thing I like about wrestling nowadays. They're trying things like that, dude. A cruise where you can go and like go on a cruise and watch matches. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, that's something that I'd like to do this year if they, if they do another one. Because I know that 
um, that's something that they're 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 looking to possibly do again for 2019. I I really hope so. I mean, it ain't the first time that they've done that. I remember there was a. Uh, uh, WCW cruise as well, but this seems like a lot cooler, anyways. The Jericho one, yeah. So what are what are some things? Uh, what are what are what are some things that you're looking forward to? Um, in, in overall in wrestling with with uh, with WWE New Japan. Actually, yeah, just just keep it WWE New Japan specifically because I definitely want to just keep all all the AEW stuff exclusively for the final part of this. Well, we don't really know much about AEW yet, but I will mm-hmm. tell you this: um, we didn't even talk about this. New Japan's running the first night of the G1 in Dallas, Texas, uh, oh. July 6th. That's huge. That is huge. And it's it's the G1. It's yeah. not like one of those bootleg New Japan shows with Billy Gunn on them. It's actually like <laughs> yeah. Tanahashi, Okada, you know, hopefully Minoru Suzuki. All of them are going to be there. I'm in conflict, though, because Anime Expo's that weekend, and I might do something with Funimation out there. Ooh. So I might not be able to go, but I mm. do want to go real bad. So they're going to be running the G1 in the United States, and they announced there's going to be like four. There's going to be four New Japan shows in the U.S., one in Nashville, one in Charlotte, the G1. I forget the other one. But the other ones are smaller shows. G1's the big one. And yep. next year's Tokyo Dome show is going to be two nights, January 4th and 5th. Really? First time ever. You didn't hear about that? I no, about it. that's awesome. That's right. Two nights, January 4th and 5th. There has been talk of them changing WrestleMania for it being Saturday and Sunday, two nights, like WrestleMania night one and night two, um, because they can do it now. Instead of having an eight-hour show, do like two four-hour shows. But New Japan beat them to it. So there you go. That's going to be interesting next year. Yeah. I don't know if you heard, but New Year's Dash in Corican Hall, like they sold out so fast they had people like, like hundreds of people in line that couldn't get in because Corican Hall only seats like... I don't know, like six thousand people or something. That's not yeah, like that. it's a very small building. Yeah, it's a small building, right? Right. Yeah, and they, they're you know, it's a Japanese company, so they, they, they are very firm on sticking to their traditions. But you know, I, I'm really liking the changes that they're making. Right. You know, I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. No, like, I love it. I love it, bro. Two nights. <laughs> you can't go wrong, dude. It's more wrestling. Yeah, well, I mean, their roster is uh, is big, but I'm guessing they're probably going to bring in some Ring of Honor guys, AEW guys, like you said, mm-hmm. fill it out, you know, for it to be a real show. Maybe some women, but they rarely do that because in Japan, you know, I've, I've seen some people ask, why aren't there any women on New Japan? Because women have their own companies in Japan. Like, women have their own separate companies. Yeah. You know, like, all Japan women, they, all, they have their own promotion separate right. from, yeah. I mean, who knows? That I feel like that's another thing that, you know, if, if they're going to start making strides towards, like, growing, expanding, and trying to attract more viewers and fans all, all around, I think that that would be their next big deal that would, you know, take place, you know, because, I mean, like you said, obviously, they have their own um, promotions for, for just the women wrestlers, which is totally cool, Um but I think, like, since New Japan has stayed true for as many years as they've been around, you know, that's, that's a long time. You know, for, I, I feel like if they made an announcement that they were having, you know, a, a women's match or a series of women's matches with, you know, within the card, um, even if it was for, like, next year's Wrestle Kingdom or at all in general, I think that people would go nuts over it, so... Oh, I think, yeah. I mean, they could do anything at this point. And there's a lot of guys who didn't even work this year. Like, no, this was the first year since, I think, like, 94, I think, or 95, that Liger did not work into the Dome show. So there's a lot of guys who yeah. didn't get to work. They I could fill, that. fill it out next year. Yeah, it's a much shorter show than usual. So, But I, I still think last year's Wrestle Kingdom was better. 
That was a perfect show, in my opinion, top to bottom. But this year's was still pretty good. I, I still liked it a lot. So Tanahashi's you, the champion again, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, that that he is eight ha- times. Yeah, he he is like the Superman of Japan, straight up. Yeah, yeah. I think Kenny will get it back though if he stays around. If he stays around, I think he'll get it back. Yeah. So it's, uh, talking about that though, really quick. Um, how how did you how would you compare? Because I'm I don't really know. Like I'm kind of conflicted because I don't know if I liked. Um, this Kenny versus Tanahashi more than the Kenny versus Okada classic that they had. Which one? Because they had like three. The first <laughs> one, the very first one, because we're on the Wrestle Kingdom. So, um, um the, the very first encounter. Because I felt like the first Kenny Okada match was ridiculously amazing. Oh, I agree. No, I, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, one. I yeah. think all their matches. My favorite one was the Dominion. Um. Was the was the rematch that they? My favorite one was the rematch in Dominion. Then I love the G one match; it was shorter, and I also like. Um, I mean, I like all their matches, dude. Like, I, I don't, <laughs> it's hard, they, right? They're all good. No, I think the Okada series might be the best series of matches of the modern era, bro. Like, you know, you've got Dynamite Kid versus Tiger Mask. You've got Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got. Um, you could say Steve Austin and Rock, but they. You could say that it's actually a good little because they always had good matches. Um, you know, you have that, and then you've got, you know, this, and and you could even say AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, if you want to go on a little bit of a lower tier as far hey. as like, other companies go. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or, that's a classic yeah, spewed right they're there. They're all, they're great. Yeah, and then uh, what else is a great? Se- oh, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, the the, the the feud that made Ring of Honor in 2004. Um, I think Okada and and, and Omega was probably better, but this one was more emotional because it's, it's Tanahashi, bro. Yeah, no, I hear that. I, the I, old fucking dude <laughs> going back for his last, you know, uh, championship. I, I mean, I don't know if it's his last, last, but you know, he's the aging, aging champion. Yeah, I think that if any, if if they do have a rematch, I think it's gonna happen at the. Uh, is it is it is it the Supercard of Honor? Is the MSG or is it's, that? Some- it's- no, that's it. Yeah, but it has a, a weird name. It's like Super Card of Honor G One. Like it's not really the G One, but they have to put the New Japan like. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's a cross thing. Yeah, crossover. Yeah, yeah. I know Omega will be wrestling on there. Cody for sure. Well, no, actually, no. Cody will not be wrestling on there unless they fix their. I can't get into it, but there's issues there. Uh, um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. that's something that I know. Um, if 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 it does happen, that's the place to do it. Where Kenny wins. Uh, the title back, you know, you know, in the United States, um, because like you know, like similarly, like what you were saying earlier, it, it's very rare you see a Gaijin win in Japan at a big, you know, event like Wrestle Kingdom. So you know, it's kind of like it would make sense to you know return the favor, if, I guess, if you know, lack of a better term or a phrase, but you know, to see to see Kenny reclaim his belt for the second time. Uh, in, in you know in Madison Square Garden of all places during WrestleMania weekend you know mind you I think it would fit yeah in the United States I think it would fit yeah mm-hmm. and you know we'll see where they go with it bro I don't I don't know yeah. we will see I'm excited though because because we found out like Melter was over there and he talked about how 
Ghetto has the next two years booked. Like, he knows, not every match, but he knows, like, where the feuds are going to go, where the storylines are going to go for the core guys. Tanahashi, Okada, of course, if there's injuries, that could all change. But the yeah. fact that he's already got the next two years booked is interesting. That's interesting to me that he's already got plans. Yeah, that's really good, though. That, you know, always Organization is always key. That's really Absolutely. good. Absolutely. You know, and WWE books every week, it seems. Like, these guys, yeah. when was the last time they, the last time WWE actually booked long-term? Was Brock and Roman? Because remember, yeah. we found out about that match February of 2017, a year and, and two months before it actually happened. Yep, yep. That that was that was the initial plan. And that then was the, the plan. plan. Changed. Yep. And the well, plan no, changed. The, the match still happened, but the finish changed. Yeah, yeah. The finish yeah. changed. Right. Yeah. I mean, some other some other smaller things I would definitely say that I'm looking forward to for for this year, 2019. Um, I definitely I'm definitely looking forward to seeing if they do go forward with Becky Lynch versus Ronda. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing potentially, now this is probably a, a long shot here, if at any point Roman does return this year, because, you know, obviously you got to wish him, you know, a speedy recovery, a quick, healthy recovery. And all Hell that kind of yeah, stuff. bro. And if he never wrestles again, but he at least lives. Yeah. I'm okay with that, too. I'm okay with that, yeah. And then uh, possibly, I want, I've been waiting to see what they do with this, but... If they're what what they're gonna do with the broken Matt Hardy gimmick because I'm a, I'm a I think I heard he's gonna retire though I heard he's retiring so that was so that whole thing was actually like a, a sway move because what what he, what he did earlier uh, in two, 2018 like uh, I want I forget the month but it was like I feel like it was like the end of summer into uh, fall season where right after he had a, his last tag team match with Bray Wyatt. Um, he wasn't on TV for a little while, and then, he, and then he posted like a video saying like, "Well, it's time to go home," kind of thing. But the thing about it was, he did that, but he never said he was done with wrestling. Realistically, what happened was that he, you know, he's he's been taking time off just to recuperate and heal his body. Um, so, and 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 he even then made a follow up post saying like, you know, he that he never announced that he was done. And, you know, kind of making fans a little bit more confused by saying, like, am I woken or am I broken or, you know, like, you know, obviously within his in his character. And he's and he did confirm that um, there was some kind of, uh, I think, an event going down in Argentina or one of one of the South American uh, locations that they were having, like some kind of house event. And he was a part of it. And he also did go on record saying, like, you know, he knows that. You know, Jeff is on SmackDown and he's still on Raw and that but he would still like for, you know, for there to be some kind of um, event where he, he he and his brother can wrestle together again. So, you know, me saying like what they're going to do with him, you know, that also includes like if they're actually going to, you know, have the um, the 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 what do you call it? the the broken universe, the woken universe like the 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 specials on the network if they're actually going to do like a show cuz I feel like if they want to help boost the sales oh. for the network well dude. I I love the broken stuff dude yep. when they went back to the house with the yes. Bray Wyatt the like, house Hardy that's it the Hardy oh, compound yeah man yeah it, and they, I I think they did better in TNA 
But mm-hmm. the WWE version was still cool. It was it was crazy to see it on Raw. I never thought they would ever do that on Raw. Because that yeah. was the best stuff in TNA for like a year was Matt Hardy, bro. He made everything with the baby and his girl. <laughs> and it was the best stuff in TNA. I had stopped watching TNA for a while. And I got to see the Matt stuff and it got me right back in, bro. Matt really like yep. did great. He, I love it. He, that is, uh... Where's Bray Wyatt at, man? Hey, well, that's hey. I'm that's, not gonna ask him. Yeah. He's not gonna tell me. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I'm sure. I'm Probably sure. At the Rumble, he'll come back. I'm yeah, guessing, yeah, he's gonna come back during the Rumble. But yeah, as far as Matt Hardy goes, I like he he's like one of the 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 really good examples to to show people that you know this is how you reinvent yourself. He and just like you, I didn't want. I haven't. I had no reason to keep up with TNA because it just wasn't like a you know. A captivating product, you know, you know, like they did some things differently, but it just, it just wasn't as, still wasn't as good as like you know WWE, and that's saying a lot, um, even now. And like you know, he 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 gave me reason to tune in just to see what they were doing over in TNA, and of course, like you know, they they pretty much ran that show because like you know all of the all of the 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 segments and stuff that they did that were always fun to watch, and you know, and even now, I mean. Jeff's on SmackDown. He he still uses the delete, delete, delete chance and and whatnot. Right. So, if anything, I'm also hoping that this this year's Rumble is better than last year's because last year's was okay in my opinion, but they didn't have any surprise entrance. Like that's like part of the 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 mystique, or that's part of like the the really the, the fun, the fun. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying, sure. like. It, it's really well. They had a couple. They had a couple NXT. Adam Cole was one of them, right? That was yeah, kind of yeah, a surprise. yeah. Adam Cole definitely, yeah. Like, but outside of that, like, I, like you, you think it to when you think about the Royal Rumble, you always want to be like, okay, like, I wonder like what kind of surprise entrance or call ups or you know anyone at all like who's gonna who's gonna be in this Rumble? And I think I hope that this this year will be like a, like kind of like a makeup year cuz i always feel like they do that like one rumble is really good and then another one's not as good and then it's like they kind of like I'll be honest song. i i don't think the rumble's been that good up until last year last year was fun but look at the previous few rumbles they really weren't that great to me the last rumble that i really loved me my opinion was 2011 the one that had 40 men that alberto won yeah. i thought that was a great rumble yeah yeah and i love that rumble i think and you know what like I'm glad you brought that up because I, I I wouldn't be opposed for them to do another 40 man because all that mean yeah it's gonna be a longer match but all that really means is that they they have more opportunity to give us surprises and to to really make us look forward to it and you know they could throw in as 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 many people as they possibly can because also I mean 30 slots is pretty small if you think about the entire roster and then but who- but now we have the women's rumble which is another hour mm-hmm. and a half yep. do you think it's gonna close this year oh the women's royal rumble i don't think it closes this year i think it'll be the men this time i think yeah i think that's gonna be the trade-off especially who's the winner if- who's gonna win uh, seth I, I- rollins is what you were thinking i'm over here thinking they're gonna switch it up with drew mcintyre you know what I don't know. Uh, that's a pretty safe bet. I, I thought you. I thought you were asking me about the the women's rumble. Oh, okay. I uh, I don't know who's gonna. Okay, wait. Becky's still. Is Becky still? No. Oscar's the champion. So yeah, yeah Becky's gonna win. Becky think, will win. Yeah, you know Becky. what? Then put it on last because she's the biggest star. Have her win the rumble. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Or <laughs> or they'll have her and Charlotte be the last two double elimination and do a three way. Ah. Uh, see, I don't. I'm so tired of triple threats, man. Like, Me too, man. But I'm saying they want to get all the girls in there. Lex yeah. Luger, Bret Hart finish. Or they could do. You know what they should do? Fuck it. Do the Lex Luger, Bret Hart thing where 
They both go over the top, and then they have a coin flip on Raw or on SmackDown. And if if Becky gets heads, she wrestles Ronda first. Because Ronda comes out on Raw and talks shit. I could beat both you women one-on-one. Then they Ronda has to wrestle both of them at WrestleMania. So Ronda wrestles Charlotte early in the show, and the winner faces Becky at the end of the show. Then you have two women's matches with Ronda in it. I would do that, bro. Fuck it. All right. They I'll haven't done that. that since Mania 10, dude. That You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about, right? The, the double fucking matches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, matter should... f- they did that with Daniel Bryan. And, uh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, it was almost the same thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'd be down for that. If he beat Triple H, then he'd be put in the main event as a triple threat match with Batista and Orton. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They could do it with, with this and say Charlotte versus Ronda is the first match. Mm-hmm. Ronda, whoever wins, Ronda can win the match, and then she has to wrestle Becky at the end of the night, then Becky beats her and becomes a champion. I would go down for that. Yeah, dude. Like then uh, they do a triple threat at the next pay per view at like um you know backlash or whatever the fuck. The, I don't even know what the next show is, bro. It should. I, that's that's what I'm used to. It I was feel, Extreme Rules, but they changed it to something else. Well, I remember. I remember Extreme Rules used to just be a like a June pay per view, but they've been they've been like pushing it closer to WrestleMania like each year. I feel like so. Well, we can we can get the pay per view schedule here uh, real quick because I. I also heard, by the way, that Mania 36 might be in Florida, in which case I'm definitely going. Hey, That's my, yeah. Right? Okay, l- hang on one second here. WrestleMania 35. Oh, geez, it won't. Come on. It won't even tell me what the next show is. Hang on, hang on, hang on. WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, Backlash. It's supposed to be Backlash again. So mm-hmm. that, let me see what it says here. Backlash, New Jersey. Wow, you're getting Backlash. Oh, but do, nice. you, do you? Yeah, you you live you, see, you live in Jersey, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you got backlash, bro. Newark, New Jersey. I would uh, I would go to that show. I would try to at least, but you know, mon- money is always a factor. <laughs> oh wait a minute, no, that's 2018. Oh, I'm being I'm stupid. Bro. Oh, Not that bad. you're looking at last year's. Schedule. Oh, did you go to that show? Nah, I haven't. I haven't. Well, you know what? I'm actually gonna go to this year's Royal Rumble though. In Arizona. Yep. Okay, well, that's going to be a good show. Uh, damn. Okay, 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 okay. You're right. They move. Okay, so they had Extreme Rules in April. They moved it back to July. So right now the pay-per-view schedule is um, after WrestleMania. It's, it is Backlash in, okay, Backlash is in May. Um, Money in the Bank is in June. Mm-hmm. Extreme Rules is in July. And then SummerSlam is in, uh, uh, and I'm not counting NXT shows. Those are like the night before. So, yeah, yeah there you the go. Yeah, the takeovers and whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, so, uh, yep, yeah, and it's going to be in Cleveland. Uh, okay. That's where that's where they're gonna have. Uh, no, that's fast lane. I'm sorry. No, wait. Holy shit. Okay, wait. No, no, no. You're getting WrestleMania because that's yes. in Jersey. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Are you Are you going? I wish. Why can't you go, dude? Man, because Kamehacon. Bro- I'm broke. Damn, man. Because <laughs> I was gonna say it, it's it's gonna be cold as shit though, but it's worth it. I think. Wait a minute. Is it what's uh, you might, you might, you might want to just get some nosebleeds, bro. Say fuck it, you know. What I mean? But Kamehameha Khan, that's that's April twelfth and the fourteenth. Yeah, but here's the thing. Okay, it is, but it's the it, it, it's the week after Mania. It's like, oh, okay, so that's okay, why so, I can't do Mania because I would have to fly back here and then fly right to Texas on that Wednesday. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, yeah. Like, like, that's why I couldn't do Mania this year. Because actually, I was going to go with Mike Daniels again. But next year, I might do it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. But <sighs> lastly, la- I almost said Bob- Lashley. Bobby-, <laughs> Bobby Lashley. But there's, okay, there's one for the bad column. They bring this guy in and do nothing with him. Mm-hmm. Mid-Carter. 
They do that with a lot of people, though. I mean, it's, it's annoying, cr- dude. It is annoying, because I mean, even with like, even even with like a dude like Elias, like I was starting to really like him, but it's just like they keep like how like think back how many times in 2018. I guess that definitely is part of the bad. How many times have we seen Elias versus Lashley? And they're, and they're not even that good. Like the matches aren't great. Yeah, like La- like Elias is, I guess, a you know a decent enough promo that he gets me laughing every couple times. But he, I feel like he's been going back and forth on his heel face kind of uh, persona, I guess. Because like one second, I mean, now recently he's more of a face than anything. But you know, before it's like okay. He, like is he is he booing? Is he getting booed? Is he getting cheered? Is he, is he, he with was, the crowd? He was gonna. We knew he was gonna turn when the fans started to cheer him a little bit more. That's when he, we knew it was it was inevitably gonna inevitably gonna happen. I'll tell you what sold me on him was the first time he ever said, "What does WWE actually stand for?" And it's and as soon walk as I, with yo, Elias. Yeah. As soon as soon as I I said it to myself, I was like, "Walk with Elias." I had like a a huge like. Epiphany, like my brain exploded. I'm like, oh my god, that is so clever. I'm in. I'm all it, in. It, it's crazy because he's really fucking charismatic. Sorry, he's really charismatic, mm-hmm. but he's not that great of a wrestler. He's not, but he's really charismatic. He's got every, and he's got the look too. He's got every. I don't know if he'll be a tippy top guy, but I can see him being like a Jake Roberts, like gatekeeper type guy. You know what I mean? Like you have to yeah. beat him to get to the champion. Gotcha. But wrestling's not booked like that in, in WWE anymore. That's mm-hmm. why I like New Japan because look at how logical the booking is. Jay yeah. White pins Okada, he, biggest win of his career, and now he's going for the IWGP belt. Had he lost that match, he would have never been able to go for the belt. That's true. And we are going to see an Okada-Tanahashi match at some point, right, for the belt. They have to do it, so that's yeah. going to be fun because they always have good matches. That's that's the feud that – Okada and Tanahashi is the feud that helped bring New Japan back because, remember – in 2002, 2003, 2004, New Japan was in the gutter, bro. It was they, they went through that weird like era where they couldn't even sell 10,000 tickets to the Tokyo Dome. It was bad, bro. Yeah, they had to like try to pull in Hogan. I remember that. It was weird. They they had um they had the TNA uh deal for a little while. Then they had Lesnar was there for a little while. It, it just didn't work. And then they tried with Nakamura and Tanahashi. Tanahashi got over it, but it wasn't until the Tanahashi Okada feud that it really got good. Mm-hmm. You know, right. so yeah, and then Keiji Muto went to all Japan. And anyways, the point is that Okada and Tanahashi really helped put that company, bring that company back. Right, definitely, definitely agree. But last here, last thing we're gonna wrap things up with on uh, this this month's episode, of Yeet Elite, is all Elite Wrestling. Now, obviously, saved the best for last. I think. Um, I mean, Maybe. we did, we, we we talked about a lot of good stuff today so far, um, but I think you know saving this as its own topic for you know for last to 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 discuss, um, you know, for many many different reasons. We I mean, we touched a little bit on on it throughout the entire show tonight and you know a little bit before uh we we started recording um aew in my opinion i i think that you know wwe they, they they're gonna have to watch out because i i think that this this brand new upstarting company is going to be a bigger threat to them than everyone else in yes way more of a, of a threat like i remember when people would would say like oh like WWE versus TNA like waiting for it to happen. It's like but WWE doesn't need to. Like they're 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 like eons away 
as far as like how big they are in popularity, you know, in comparison to TNA, and and like AEW, the fact that they are backed by the Khan family. That's right. That's that's a big deal. That is a big deal. You know, and 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 if you and if you look on it on paper, right, the McMahons, they are worth like three point like three point six. Yeah, but remember. The WWE has a different value than just the McMahons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that for sure. I'm just, I'm just trying to. Yeah, what you're saying, what you're trying to say is that the cons are, are have money. But remember, yeah. so do the so do the Carters, and that whole thing is how much are the cons willing to invest in AEW? And that's what I'm saying is that I, I appreciate your excitement, but I I don't want to say that yet because we haven't mm-hmm. even seen a show from them yet. All In was good, but we haven't really the the buy rate was low, so we haven't really seen what they're capable of yet. You know what I'm saying? I can't say they're going to give WWE a run for their money, but I can say is that it's going to be great to have another wrestling company to watch with these guys like Kenny Omega and and the Bullet Club and Young Bucks and Cody. That I'm excited about. I I don't know about competing with WWE, but for sure it's going to be good to have, um, you know, it's going to be good to have them around. I mean, we talked about All In, right? That's mm-hmm. the most attended pro wrestling show in the U.S. since 93 that was not WCW or WWE, and it's all based on word of mouth. So you're right in that AEW could be a big deal, but I still want to see what they do first uh, on their first show. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But we know that Hangman Page is involved, Cody, the the Young Bucks, um, a few other guys. BJ Whitmer's going to be in there. You know, Tony Khan, of course, is the president. We'll see. I mean, it, this is very, very early because I mean, we've also got the XFL coming up next year. Don't forget that little thing. <laughs> yeah, and and that could be a bad for for WWE because they might lose their ass on that. So you might you might see a big uprising next year. I think for all elite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, like that. It's 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 weird how everything's playing out. It's almost like I want to say like the stars are aligning for these guys because it's like, well, if Vince is gonna try to you know, be more involved with the XFL. I mean, who's to say, like, that would be a... I don't think that would be a terrible thing for WWE because if he's not really in charge of, like, the final decision-making and if it's, like, they, he, they leave it up to, like, Triple H... Could be then better. That would be better, yeah. So mm. I don't think that would be a terrible thing for WWE. That'd actually probably be the better thing to do, um, especially if they're going to be in direct competition with, you know, All Elite Wrestling because... I don't think they're going to be in direct competition because what you're talking about is... Putting AEW on Monday nights, and they're not going to oh, be that. They're not. No, that's yeah, that's no. direct competition. You're talking about. See, the thing is, I don't think I really don't think AEW is going to be a competitor to them. I think AEW just wants to do their own thing and have a different style. Like, you know what I'm saying? I I, I don't think they're going to compete with them yet. It's going to take a few years for them to get that momentum because they need a hardcore fan base. They need to start doing house shows. You know what I'm saying? It's it's way too soon for. For that, in my opinion, it's just too soon for to, to I, think that could yeah, happen. To, yeah, I agree with you. Um, especially because, like, I, I really, I, I think that, um, you know, with, with trying to establish, you know, their, their grounding first is, is definitely super important. Um, and as far as like, you know, being in competition, like, I, I, I worded that wrong, completely wrong. Like, direct competition, definitely not because they're smarter than that. Yes. And, you know, don't I, go to Monday nights, yeah, please. Yeah. No, the Monday is like a, uh, like a sacred day. You, you just yeah. don't touch that day. Yeah. Um. I I think with uh, with going forward and 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 what they decide to do with you know the direction that they want to play in. I don't. I, I agree with you. I, I think that they're not gonna try to necessarily quote unquote compete with 
you know, WWE. Like, they're going to do their own thing. But the thing about that is that mm-hmm. their own thing is going to attract everybody. I uh, hope so. I yeah. hope so. I really do because I like that style. I like that style of wrestling. I, I yeah. hope so. I yeah. really hope that you're right. Yeah. More of a sport versus, like, the cartoon that Monday Night Raw is. Yeah, because I think, you know, they've utilized their YouTube channel, the, you know, BTE, Being the Elite. They've, right. they've used it as, like, the 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 promo section or the this is where you can see, like, they've used that like, it's show. Like, it's like their TV show, kind yeah, of. Yeah, like, they've yeah. used it as, like, the backstage segments. And, you know, they, they, they even use that to build matches. Like you know, towards all in and it's towards... funny. It's funny because I have more subs and views in them. I should be putting on a fucking pay per view, bro. What am Dude, I doing? Dude, right what are you doing? Let's go, son. Like I've got more subs and views than them. I should be putting on a damn pay per view, bro. Dragon Ball pay per view. Dude, just put me on the mic. You got your hypest uh, commentator right here. Can like, you work though? Can I work? Sure. Why not? All, all right. Just don't get hurt, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I gotta do a swanton or whatever, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you one of those bootleg uh, IWA Mid South contracts written on toilet paper. If you get injured, <laughs> it's, it's it's not our it's not, it's not our me. responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, no, but the, there's also oh, we should talk about one more thing too. Like um, there's been a really good little uprising in Mexico as well. Uh, and also, a lot of indies have come up in 2018. Too many for me to name, but there have mm-hmm. been a lot of... There's more wrestling out there now, um, and the internet... I mean, this is something that Ring of Honor started. The internet really gives people an opportunity to go see these shows. Yeah, so. yeah, and, and, and I'm glad, also glad you brought that up, because that also plays a big factor, I would think, in the success of AEW, because you yes. know, be, being a startup company, a uh, wrestling promotion, I, you know, I would imagine that they would you know, have to cross brand with other promotions and 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 being that have they to. have great relationships with Ring of Honor and New Japan already I would have to assume like that's what they're going to you know do so you know I, that's something I would definitely like to see um and you know and and something you know other than you know what I'd like to see you know I would love you know I would love for them to have you know the the weekly televised show obviously that that's you know that's already been rumored you know to have like a really nice beefy roster with you know some 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 known names and then and even good production dude we want yes. good lighting none of this fucking dark ring of honor shit that they try to do when they first start like some mm-hmm. good lighting good audio you know what i mean good right. shit make right. it look professional yep. exactly solid wrestling you know i said i already mentioned the crossover with the promotion other promotions um, and hey, even if they dip into South America with all of those, you know, because again, like I think the one of the the the, the most the, the greatest traits that the elite have shown us is that they are so popular that whoever they decide that they want to give attention to, they ought, by by default become more popular than they were before. I think that like and and and, and using. Flip Gordon and uh, and 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 utilizing um, uh, like like Christopher Daniels and and Kazarian like those are those are like really good examples of of that I I think like if you look at like Christopher Daniels especially like he's had he's had a uh, he he's had he's had he's had like a um like a history already with with doing all the stuff that 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 he's done with with TNA and he you know he's had some work as like curry man in Japan and he's been pretty you know popular to his own respect but i think that his worth is a lot more than 
you know, than it was just on his own. I mean, he's a legend, except that the problem is that because he never, because he never worked WWE except for developmental way, way, way back, um, he, people are just not going to see him as a legend, which really sucks. It really sucks, but that's just how it is that if you don't work WWE, you don't, the fans don't perceive you as being a bigger deal than you are, but he is a big deal. He's a trainer, um, been doing this thing since what, 97, I think, Christopher Daniels. I love Christopher Daniels, but it's like the fans, the, not the not the hardcore fans, but the casual fans are just never going to see him as being what he actually is. Okay, there I go. I I I, I don't know what happened with my mic there, but I'm I'm, I'm definitely here. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, did you yeah. hear what I said? Yeah, no, I de- I I agree. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, right. but yeah, so um, is there is there any is there anything in particular that you would like to see? With with AEW, any kind of direction or any yeah, any potential yeah. stars that you want want to just show up because there's that talk about Goldberg possibly being on there. I don't know how I feel about that, especially if knowing can, if they can afford him, he ain't cheap. Yeah, but you know, like I I think it's not even is I I feel like as far as you know getting him on there, that's one thing. Like, but then if they get Chris Jericho on there too, like and right, you know, like they got beef. So I don't I, know. I, I think uh, I just want it to be more of a more like New Japan, like a sports type of uh, company with more uh, you know emphasis on 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 athleticism. And I also, I mean, I would also want it to be a little bit like Southern style wrestling, like more of a sport, but also I, I miss like the Jerry Lawler or Memphis kind of style wrestling. Do something like that. I mean, I would like to see something like that where it's more confined, like you know. You don't have to do like WWE does where it's all scripted and everything. Like do like unique promos in different areas and pre-tapes and just make it more like how wrestling used to be. That's what I want to see, you know, in yeah. my opinion. Gotcha. You know, but and also but don't have these guys kill each other every week either, you know what I mean? Don't do that either, you know. Yeah, that definitely that that's definitely a, a plays a, a big a big factor then because like um they have like a set well, not not really a set schedule, but like their their schedule is not as demanding as like you know, um, like WWE's schedule. Like they're it's very rigorous. I think that if they stick to doing like you know like once a week, if that's what their their initial plan is before they decide to do like any kind of like house shows or anything like that, I think that that'll definitely help you know the longevity of um, their guys. Yeah, well, I mean, they should, if they do house shows, do them New Japan style where you have a lot of six-mans and tag matches so they don't have to kill each other, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how yeah, New Japan that. does it. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, that also allows them to, you know, give guys that normally don't get any kind of screen time, screen time. Because, that, you know, that's something. That's why, you know, uh, like, t- uh, taking it like into, like, a minor tangent really quick. Like, with WWE, mm-hmm. I, I always wondered, like, why... They have all these guys signed, and yet they don't do anything with most of them. And it's yeah, like, right. it's like, okay, so wh- like they're you know they're a big promotion, they're a big company. Like they should be able to just do what I'm about to say, like just fine. Like where is where are all these other belts that they could be introducing to give these guys more purpose? Like, like they have if they wanted to exclude the cruiserweights altogether you know a whole different division whole different show 205 live whatever i okay they treat their cruiserweight title as like their their main title like that's what their go-to is but then why is not why isn't there like a junior tag team 
You know, like why? Well, it's they... just I think because they don't know how to book cruiserweights. They've never known how to do it right. You know what yeah, I mean? They, like they, they've always squashed them to the bigger guys. They they yeah. never know how to do that right. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like I you mean, know... I, I I personally don't want more belts, but you're right in that I do want more guys to do different things. They're yeah. bringing up a bunch of new guys, and they like, won't well, use the guys you already have. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like there's there's a lot there's a lot that could be be changed, especially with WWE and how they do things. And, you know, maybe like borrow some. So, like you said, with the tag, like a bunch of tag team matches, New Japan style, just so that you know you get the guy. Like it's safer, you know. They have safer matches, and obviously, um, you know, obviously they, you know, they're they're being used. They're not they're not just being like you know put in the back where you know you're like poor guy like Zack Ryder. He's like I'm still here. Hashtag. Literally, he made that a hashtag, dude. I'm still here because he has not had a single match on Raw like all year apparently. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, it's that bad. But you know. I, I mean, I don't know, bro. <laughs> Three hours is a long time, bro. It's a long, long time. It's a long time. Yeah. Like it, the shows take forever. Like I, usually when I have the shows on, I'll, I'll be doing something else. I'll be editing or researching a video or something. I never actually sit down and watch Raw unless I'm with like a friend or a girl or something. Like I usually have it on in the background. And yeah. if you if you watch it on DVR, just fast forward to the boring stuff because there's stuff I don't even, I don't really care about. Oh yeah, uh, trust me. Like there's 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 certain segments where I'll be like, okay, this is my commercial break. I you know I'll, I'll go heat up dinner or I'll go to the bathroom or whatever. Right. No, yeah. I agree. I agree with you completely. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, I mean, that pretty much wraps up all of our topics right here. Um, I know, like for episode two, this is definitely. Um, a little bit longer than what episode one was, but you know what? Totally okay with this. I'm totally, I'm totally uh, happy with how everything turned out. I had a really nice, um, beefed up discussion. Got a lot of good topics uh, out of the way, and a lot of things that we're looking forward to. Uh, a lot of things we definitely are on the same page about as well. For you know, just about everything going on in wrestling right now. Um, so I mean, yeah, dude, I appreciate you for coming on. Uh, you know, really means a lot to, you know, myself, Housetop, you know, unfortunately couldn't be here tonight. Um, but yeah, Geekdom Dude, thanks again. No, thank you. I had a good time. I'm looking forward to coming back someday. We'll see. Let me know. Oh, yeah, I'll, de- I'll, I'll definitely let you know, especially since all I had to do was ask. <laughs> all you have to do is ask, man. Everybody's so, I've seen people say that. Like, I had a guy yesterday, he's like, she'll never pay attention to me. I'm a small channel. It's like, dude, I have done nothing but big videos I have done more collaborations in this fandom, in the Dragon Ball fandom, not wrestling, mm-hmm. than anybody else with small channels. Like, 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 uh, I don't know what people's. I've done with no ch- uh, freaking, you know, Dragon Ball Insider. I interviewed Anthony. There's no, there's no channel there. I just, you know, it, all that matters is, is it a good topic, and am I gonna have fun with it, and so on and so forth. That's really all it comes down to. Right. So I mean, so obviously, find a topic, please. <laughs> right, I got you. I got you on the topic. So, because especially on here, Italy, like you well, know, you're there's... a big, you're a big Broly fan. So I'm sure you can come up with something. Oh well, you know, they might, they might, they might find something, you know, in in you know, in existence, in coexistence with with this podcast. I don't know. I guess they'll have to find out pretty soon. But we'll anyway, see. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. How, uh, how, where can, where can anyone listening to this podcast, uh, find you at specifically? You could definitely plug in whatever. I know you got your own, um, your pro- your podcast that you don't even have on your YouTube channel. If you want to plug that in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I've got world of geekdom. I've got the geekdom 101 podcast. World of geekdom is on uh YouTube. Geekdom 101's on YouTube. 
geekdom101.lipson.com is the Geekdom 101 podcast, but I've also got a wrestling podcast called the K-Fabulous Lucha Brothers Wrestling Show. Look it up on iTunes. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, this show is completely different. It's R-rated. Um, we kind of act like dicks on the show purposely to kind of make fun of, it's kind of a satire of wrestling fans, gotcha. but we also give you a lot of really deep insight. I'm very proud of that show. Me and Brandon Draven, we break down pay-per-views and old shows in depth and talk about the time period that was going on in the business. You know, we're both big wrestling historians. Bro, Brandon Draven can trip out on this one. Sit down for this one. He can name every Royal Rumble entrant, the number and the elimination from like 89 to like 97, bro. What? Like just off the top of his head, he'll be like, number one, Roddy Piper. Number two, Rick Martel. Then Roddy eliminates Rick Martel. Then I, he can do that, bro. He can do that. I've never seen anybody be able to do that but him. That so. is that is actually really freaking awesome. That's like, wow, I don't even know what to compare that to. Like, I've, He's the only guy I know who, who's, who can do that. It's like, it's like the Rain Man, but for wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's KLB, K Fabulous Lucha Brothers Wrestling Show. Just type in Lucha Brothers on, uh, no, not the TNA Tag Team, Lucha uh-huh. Bros on iTunes, and you'll get us. So that's that's my main wrestling show that I've awesome. had for a couple years. Awesome, awesome. We so- do we do it monthly now. We don't do it weekly because I have too much stuff going on. He's going for his PhD, so yeah. You oh know what I'm wow, saying? yeah. Yeah, he's going for his PhD, dude. He's uh, he's he's, he's a psychologist. Think about that, dude. People who are psychologists watch wrestling. Of wrestling course. will appeal to anybody, dude. You don't have to yeah. even the smart people and dumb people. <laughs> it's it's that's for everyone. We, then, now, and forever, right? Right. That's what they want. Yeah, yeah. So again, guys, thanks for tuning in. And uh, as far as our next episode goes, well, I guess you're gonna have to follow us on Twitter for all that information. Definitely hit up Twitter at Ye Elite. Um, and uh, you can follow me personally at Uchi Games at the Real Uchi. Uh, those are my two separate accounts. Uji Games is obviously for everything anime, video games, uh, manga, comics, all that good stuff. And then at the real Uchi is my Twitter for uh, when I I literally use that for anything personal or mainly for wrestling because that's that's you know, I'll be tweeting live tweeting uh, during Raws and Smackdowns and during any other shows that I might be watching wrestling related. Um, then go ahead and follow at Housetop. Pretty sure that's his Twitter because you know he wasn't here, but he's in here in spirit. He's normally, uh, he's normally here for all of these uh, episodes. But stay tuned for the next episode. Thanks again, Geekdom, and we'll see y'all next time. Bye.